the reality is hormones don't give you identity. No surgery is going to give you identity. Yeah. Your identity originally is to be found in the one that made you. Yeah. The God who made you. Yeah. And that's a truth that we can share. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours, send me, Lord. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours. Welcome to the Gospel Center Pro Life Podcast, a podcast designed to equip, encourage, and challenge you in pro life ministry, and always with a focus on the gospel. Stay tuned. I felt your passion, touched your heart. Welcome back to the Gospel-Centered Pro-Life Podcast. Appreciate you guys joining us and listening into this podcast. We'd appreciate if you guys would share this episode. I am Daniel Parks. I serve as the West Coast Regional Shepherd for Love Life. So I oversee all of our efforts from the Rockies West. And I also oversee the sidewalk ministry across the nation with Love Life. And I'm joined, as always, by Vicki Cassiorg. Say hey, Vicki. Hey, everyone. And share who you are and what you do. I am the sidewalk training director nationally and then here locally in Charlotte. I'm on the sidewalk and help coordinate the sidewalk outreach teams. Yeah. And combined, we have something, something years Oodles. of experience. Oodles of experience. <clears throat> like 25, I think. Yeah, something that what we like were that. Saying? Maybe 30. Is that what we were lying and saying? We had yeah. 25 to 30. <laughs> we got a lot. Yeah. We've been doing this for a minute. And yeah. uh, we think we have some things that we can bless you guys with, what we've learned. We hope that you guys have been listening to us for a good while. And maybe some of you are brand new listening to us. We appreciate that as well. And some of you, though, that have been listening for a while have probably realized that we haven't been putting these episodes out weekly. Um, you're expecting it. You're getting in your car to go to the sidewalk and you're going to turn the podcast on. And you are sadly disappointed because all you had to listen to was like Joe Rogan or some lame podcast right. like that. And you didn't yeah. have us to listen to. Yeah, we're so sorry. Yeah, we, we do apologize <laughs> for that. But we did decide to scale back our podcast episodes to once a month um, because our schedules are pretty tight. It's hard yeah. for us to get together every week and re- record episodes. And we'd much rather record once a month than get burned out and stop recording at all. And on top of that, we've done like 200 plus episodes. So if you're bored and you haven't listened to all the episodes, go all the way back to 2019, I think, something like that. Something like that. We've been doing this a long time and really covered so many great topics over all these years. Yeah. So, you know, listen to that stuff and you know what? Complain. If you if you want us to go back to once a week, complain. Let us know. We'll give our email addresses at the end of this episode so you can complain to us. Also, um, reach out to us with um, suggestions for episodes. We always want you guys questions, so shoot over questions to us. If you could, though, if you shoot over a question, um, be be short with the question because, again, our schedules are pretty big, uh, are pretty big, pretty busy. And um, so we can't answer a, a novel. So do your best to send over short questions, things like that, and we'll do our best to get back with you and to answer. And with that, we're going to jump into a story that we feel like would be an encouragement to you guys before we get into our main subject. Our main subject, just to put a little teaser out there, is um, the transgender issue 
<laughs> and in particular, how to reach the transgender population that are coming into the abortion centers, especially Planned Parenthood and and some of the other abortion centers that do. Well, really, it's Planned Parenthood, I think, that we're seeing most of this at. So anyway, right. before we yeah. jump into that, though, share a story that you think would be an encouragement, Vicki. So this is a story out of Roanoke, Virginia. Okay. Great Great story. I'm, I'm not exactly sure when it happened recently, yeah. within the past month or two. Uh, a grandmother and a mother were driving in to the abortion center, and the team, the, they stopped their car for the sidewalk outreach team there, the Love Life team. The grandmother did not want the abortion. The daughter clearly was the one yeah. that did want the abortion. But the team did what they have been trained to do. They shared the three talking points that we always encourage our teams to share, God, resources, and humanity of the baby. And the grandma was listening closely. The mother was listening, but she went in anyway. Yeah. So the grandmother came over while the mom was inside the abortion center and was talking with our team, very distraught. And the, um, the young lady then came out. She came out and 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 didn't do it. Didn't, yeah, didn't wow. kill the baby. So the grandmother is delighted. They they were they were all rejoicing. The grandmother's rejoicing. The daughter's rejoicing. The team is ecstatic, and they found out that what changed the daughter's mind was not only the three talking points that she had heard going in, but that a client, another mom inside the abortion center, had kind of echoed those points okay and the mom chose life i don't know if the patient that talked to the mom um had also chosen life i don't think the team knows i hope she did yeah but she was the catalyst for for this mom choosing life and um and you know it 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 reminded them and us that god often works this way very unexpectedly using unexpected sources and when we show up he he lets us join in yeah. on on the privilege of of watching a mom choose life yeah it's pretty which kind of leads into the tip yeah. That, yeah. that we have for today yeah and so the tip is like this team use the time that you have to share those three vital talking points right. and we've shared those with you guys on podcast episodes if you've gone through our training you know what those three vital talking points are vicky just went over them what god says the humanity of the baby and the resources that are available not always in that order um, but we want to talk about what god says about the mom the baby the situation um, we want to talk about the humanity of the baby it's actually a child that you have inside of your womb and we want to talk about the resources that are available we can help you there here here are the list of resources that we have and um, we kind of I guess came up with those those vital talking points really we, we didn't come up with them we just as we looked at what really persu- persuades women to choose life and of right. course we asked them, what persuades them to choose life? We found that there are kind of these three themes. It's always in those categories. Right. It's really. always in those categories. Yeah. Now, there are other things you could say. You mm-hmm. could talk about how horrible the abortion clinic is. You can talk about how horrible the abortionist is. That doesn't really fit within that category. But you could say that. But we found it's not helpful to major on that. Um, and other things maybe you could say. It's, it's helpful to major on those three talking points. And don't be afraid to repeat yourself. And trust God to work in these miraculous ways he, yeah. he he does this yeah it, 
so that's a practical tip. Use the three talking points. Don't be shy about it. Um, don't be shy in repeating yourself. But also trust that God does miraculous things. Yeah. Like show up in expectation yeah. that God's going to move, right? Right. And sometimes he's going to move, maybe not even sometimes, maybe most of the time, he's going to move behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. He's going to move even inside the abortion clinic. Which is, yeah, literally what happened there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've seen situations where abortion workers have sent women out. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you remember that situation where there was a translator that came to translate like she was from some translation organization. I guess they hire the clinic hires these translators. And this lady spoke a pretty unique language and was inside the clinic translating for the clinic, um, I guess, the doctor or the, the nurses or whatever for the patient. And realized where she was. She, I guess she didn't initially realize it was an abortion clinic because she was like contracted to come there and do the translation and ended up saying, you know, you don't need to do this and got the girl to come out. You remember that? Yeah, got her to I, come I out remember to it. The, in fact, um, I, I, want, unit. I, I want to tell you that we, we had talked to that translator going in telling her don't do this. And she insisted she had to yeah. because of um, supporting her family. And we said, then use it for God. Because she was a believer. She said yeah. she was a believer. Okay, yeah. I just got. So she did know that she, she was going did, to a clinic. She but, did. Okay. And, and she, the whole time that she's translating, I won't say the language just in case she might be caught, but it was an unusual language. And um, and when she uh, when she was in there, she was saying, yeah, don't do this. They didn't know what she was saying. Right, don't yeah. do this. Go out. Those yeah. people, they'll help you. And actually, just yesterday, I got a photo from that mom of her child, now six years old. Yeah. She sends okay. us photos wow. all the time, uh, just thanking us. Literally every few months, we get a yeah. photo of this kid ha as he has grown up and it, all of the kind of the highlights of his life. Yeah. And yeah, one of the best stories on yeah. earth. And, yeah. and we, we couldn't share it initially because we didn't want to get her in trouble. Yeah. 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 Plus, I mean, maybe she could do some more covert operations in that way. Seriously. So, so you guys just got a bonus, actually. That was two stories for it one. It was. Yeah. It was. And maybe two tips for one. <laughs> one tip is use the three talking points. They work. They yeah. persuade women. Yeah. And uh, show up with the expectation that God's going to do miraculous things. In very unexpected ways. Yeah. 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 Amen. So hopefully that was an encouragement to you guys. Let's jump in to this subject. Already yeah. seated to you guys. We're going to talk about the transgender stuff. How how to minister? How to reach uh, transgender people? We actually get this question a lot. We do um, so much so <clears throat> that hopefully by the time this episode comes out, we'll have available for our cities, and this is just for those cities that are under the Love Life umbrella, a tract that we created, you and I, mm -hmm. just for reaching transgender patients going in. It's a little track, two sides. Postcard and, size. Yeah, postcard size. Mm -hmm. Something you can get into their hands as they're going in. We see this a lot. They're not there for an abortion. They're there for hormone therapy or whatever. And so we just made a little track. You can get it in their hands, and hopefully it'll be a blessing. Maybe we can make it available to the broader audience right now. We're just making it available to our our. Um, local love life, not our local teams, our national teams, but, right. you know, you have to be in a love life city to be able to get access to those. So we do see this a lot, especially at Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood, I think, honestly, this is becoming a, a, a real moneymaker for Planned Parenthood. It is. Now, just to remind you guys, we've mentioned this before, I'm sure, um, Planned Parenthood doesn't do what they do for free. 
And not out of the goodness right. of their heart. Most everything <laughs> no. that they do, as a matter of fact, I would say probably everything that they do, there's a price tag attached to it. They, mm-hmm. they Even birth control, people think they give out free birth control. They don't. They mm-hmm. charge for it. Mm-hmm. Um, they might give out free condoms or something, mm-hmm. but uh, I know they... They charge for birth control. They charge for their so-called mammograms. They Mm -hmm. actually don't do mammograms. They do um, breast exams, but they don't have a mammogram machine. Correct. So, anyway, I think this is a big money maker for them. The transgender stuff, the hormone therapy, because we're seeing it so much. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to just answer the questions of how do you minister to these people? How do you reach them? They're made in God's image too. We believe that. You know, just like abortion is an attack on the image of God, the transgender stuff, the transgender ideology, the deception that comes through this, it's an attack on the image of God. It's a satanic attack on the image of God. So I believe that. And uh, I think we can push back on that with the power of the gospel and with some, just some practical stuff. So let's let's jump into it. Yeah, the way we, we have an accompanying article and the way the article is set up is to first just kind of educate on the main issues surrounding transgender in a very brief way. Um, there are lots of resources on the internet that you can go to and, and read more about this. But I, I do want to preface all this saying, this is a, it's not an easy group to speak to yeah, no because, doubt. you know, we are trained in our wheelhouses speaking with abortion determined women. And this is a very different population with very different issues and needs. So and it's hard to be trained ex- expertly in dealing with every group you're going right. to come across other than that the gospel is always the gospel sure. and is, is the power to save. And I certainly think that that's where we should be pointing them. But anyway, um, you know, from the, the Christian worldview is clear. God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created them male and female. He created them yeah. and he blessed them. So we know that our perspective is that there are, there is, there are males, there are females and that's it. Yeah, Those are the two right. genders that God created. And um, and we believe that that he is glorified when we live out whatever our gender is for his glory and to yeah. his to his purpose. So um, but increasingly gender is being questioned um, and it is, you know, a part of an extension of this whole G, I, I don't even know the list now of all, all of the um, LGBT. LBG, hold on, let me, let me go. Yeah, LGBTQIA2S. Seriously, is that seriously, what, seriously what yes. it is? I have memorized the acronym. Wow. Only because. I have no idea. It's ridiculous. That's it, why. Yeah, and it's going to go on and on and on forever. Yeah. Ridiculous uh, things somehow just stick yeah. in my mind. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what the two S plus stands for? Two S plus, no. <clears throat> Nobody knows. Nobody knows? I actually know. Okay. But almost no one knows. Even oh. the pro-abortion people at the clinic and, you know, the the activist people a lot of times. Okay, so what Two-spirited. Does... And the plus is like whatever you want it to be. Like add on anything you want. So two-spirit. Two spirits. Yeah. So it's supposedly a Native American concept that uh, you have two spirit. You can be male and female at the same time. Okay. But, so okay. it's actually a twisting of that whole concept. But anyway, yeah. just a fun, fun fact. Yeah. But, so just, just so I can um, 
help you guys that are listening, we're not going to get into all the political stuff that surround the transgender ideology. And um, it, it's it is a whole um, it's a whole world of just confusion, um, yeah. deception and really just like, yes, dig into that stuff. We're going to be talking specifically about how it pertains to our ministry and stuff, but it, it right. is grievous. Like, and you get into like, you know, people that has have quote t- transitioned from male to female or from female to male, uh, supposedly, which you cannot do. But these folks that are trying to detransition, these folks that their, their lives are destroyed because at right. 16 years old, they were told, well, you're, you're female, but you feel like a boy, so you need to have your breasts cut off, right. and their their bodies are maimed yeah. for the rest of their lives. And and you know, a couple of years later, they realize I made a big mistake, and you can't reverse it. Yeah, which is part of what we talk about in that little tract that mm-hmm. we hand out. It's like some of these these things are irreversible. Yeah. So some of the stuff that you're saying are things that are good to know in in reaching them. Just to have if if you're not going to be calling it out, which some of this that is in the article and in this podcast. It's not things that you would be calling out, but you need to know them because you may, I have had extended discussions with people at Planned Parenthood. I've walked down the street with one young man the whole way, and he was very open and knowing some of the things to, talk about should you have that opportunity are important but one of the things is is just what do studies show and so oftentimes the following issues accompany transgender decisions and we wrote out a list of these and they're important to know low self-esteem anxiety and depression lack of identity and i really want to emphasize that because lack of identity is a an issue that we as gospel loving believers are perfectly suited to answer yeah, because no we know where our identity right. comes from they don't yeah. and and they know that they're lost that their identity is confused yeah um eating and personality disorders self injury autism sexual and or gender trauma. So knowing that this is not a happy group of people. Yeah. They are not. There have been studies that show their level of contentedness and they are not content. Yeah. They are not happy. Um, and and I, we'll go in later about um, what the studies show after they, um, and I put in air quotes, transition. Right. But, um, but they... They are being guided by feelings. And I don't know about you, but my feelings guiding me as a teenager <laughs> or or even before entering the teen years, yeah. had I made and I did make some life altering kinds of decisions at that time period, and they are almost uniformly yeah. devastating and dumb. Yeah. Yeah, teenagers do stupid stuff. They do. And Who there's a neurological like... <laughs> reason for that. Yeah. That your your frontal lobe is not which is the seat of judgment is not fully connected. The nerves are not fully the nerves she's aren't fully on there. They're 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 not firing. Nerves are not firing and fu- and fully connected until almost age thirty. Yeah. So those teenage years are volatile, dangerous often. Years. Yeah. That's why they need a godly parent directing and guiding them. And instead, parents are saying, oh, you feel like a boy? Then let's make you a boy. Yeah. Let's cut off those boy parts. It's yeah. just, it's, it's, insane. it's un. 
believable. But in this article, I don't think we'll have time to to get into it. Yeah, but um, not. we we do talk about some of the scriptural support for some of the main main um, issues regarding transgenderism. The first and foremost. We are all, ma- all made in God's holy image, Genesis 1, 20, 26 to 7, and that God has a divine plan for us. Jeremiah 29 is, is 11 is, is one of the verses that talk about that. Yeah. But um, you can go through this article to look up these, these verses, and in the little tract that we made, the postcard that we made, we do mention some of the main um issues that the person in this confusion is facing, and then some of the main um, biblical scripture that that you can counter yeah. that distorted view with. Yeah, yeah. So um, the, the main, really, solution when you're talking with them is, remember, we do have the answer. Yeah. Trust we have the answer. We've been told that we can't talk to them or it's hate speech. Right. Yeah. We can't challenge that what they're doing is um a bad idea or or um, or even sinful. Yeah. Um that's all hate speech. And I, I suspect that that kind of our freedom to speak in that way is going to continue to be challenged more and more. Yeah. Well you know what? Truth is hate to those who hate the truth. Yes. And the truth is, if you're a man, you're a man, and yeah. nothing can change that. Yeah. If you're a woman, you're a woman, and nothing can change that. That is reality. That's not hate speech to speak that truth. It's the truth. And the reason why it's important that we speak that truth is because Jesus said the truth will make you free. Yep. Right? If if folks come to the 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 reality, the truth— that this is how I am. People talk about I was born that way or whatever. It's like, okay, the the born that way people, the people I was born that way, I was born gay or whatever. And now the, well, I was born this way, but I, I, surgery needs to fix uh, the other way that I'm supposed to be. You know, yeah. it's like, this yeah. doesn't make sense. These yeah. two things don't make sense. Yeah. So one of the sidewalk strategies is definitely to ask questions. Yeah. And um, we do that for you on that postcard that we created. But the question, one of the most important, who am I? Yeah. Who am I? And hear how they answer that. And then, of course, we do have the answer of who we are. We are children of God created in his holy image with a divine plan and purpose. That leads to the second question. Well, what is your purpose? What is is your purpose? Um, Are you content? And in that um specific area the most recent study that i could find i think it was from march of 23 of this year i did find a study of transgender people and um they were given a contentment uh questionnaire yeah life contentment questionnaire they were given that uh, prior to transitioning hormone therapy, I believe it focused on hormone therapy and, and then, um, after. And they found that the contentment was very low yeah. prior to hormone therapy or surgical intervention. 
But surprisingly, what they found in this study anyway, the most recent that I could find, was that did not change. Right. It yeah. didn't change. Here they're doing hormone therapy or, or surgical, which obviously can't be reversed, or if it can be reversed, you've mutilated your body, and now you're going to have surgery to try and bring it back, yeah. which in, in most cases, it, it will never re be the same. Sure. Um, but there's all kinds of dangers with the hormone therapy. And so they, they take all these risks, have done, in many cases, irreversible damage to their body, and the contentment level is no different. So if we know that and we can tell them, look, this is all dangerous. What you're going to undergo is all dangerous to varying degrees. Some of the stuff, they don't even know what the ramifications yeah. down the road are. And you're still going to be unhappy. Well, maybe it's time to try God. Yeah. And then be able to talk with them from a biblical yeah. perspective. Yeah, because the reality is hormones don't give you identity. No surgery is going to give you identity. Yeah. Your identity originally is to be found in the one that made you. Yeah. The God who made you. Yeah. And that's a truth that we can share. Now, yeah. because we wanted to do this episode in particular, not just to talk you know, generally, and we've already touched on some generalizations and some general ideas about the transgender stuff and some of the effects, but really to talk particularly about ministering to them on the sidewalk. Because, again, we've gotten a lot of questions from people because they're not seeing a lot of women come to the clinic on some of the days. Some of the days they're seeing a lot of this transgender, like most of their interactions on some days of the week yeah. are with people coming in for hormone therapy. So how do we how do we reach out to them? Again, yeah. you're calling out to them, hey, if you... Um, find yourself in an unplanned pregnancy. We we can hear we we can help you come over here and and talk with us. You know our three talking yeah. points using all the three yeah. talking points and all of that. And they say, well, I'm not here for that. I'm here for hormone therapy. Yeah. Um, and even some of the situations I've heard people have interactions with uh, people that are there for hormone therapy that are against abortion. Mm -hmm. And immediately I'm going to turn the conversation around on that, you know, and say, well, you know, they do abortions inside of this place. But also if I can have a conversation with them about their identity, about really um, their value in the sight of God, that they are loved and valued by him. He's made in their image like they are. Right. Yeah. Not. Surgery is not is not the solution, right? Your identity yeah. is in the Lord. Yeah. Uh, another practical thing I would say too, and this may be, be it might be a little counterintuitive because we're doing a whole podcast about reaching these folks, right? But our focus, remember, is the women going into the abortion center, mm -hmm. right? There are literally babies that are scheduled to die. So we do not want to lose that focus. So we, even though we should minister to these folks, if there's a mom walking in and you're there on a surgical abortion day, so it's a high likelihood there's going to be women there um, for abortions. That's how it is for a lot of Planned Parenthoods. They don't, most of them don't do surgical abortions every day. They have a doctor that does kind of a circuit around the different Planned Parenthoods and that doctor will be there on certain days of the week. And they'll consolidate a lot of their abortion patients on those days, right? Right, yeah. And so if you're there on an abortion day and there's abortion patients going in, or there's even a question that that woman going in might be an abortion patient, but yet you're giving all your attention to this person who's there for hormone therapy, I think you're missing the mark. I agree. Right, because yeah. we're dealing with life and death. The, yeah. the hormone therapy patient, I mean, it, again, it's an attach, attack on the image of God. The transgender stuff is. But it's not an attack on the image of God where that person's going to die 
today. Right then. Right? Right. With that baby in the womb, that baby is scheduled to die yes. today. So yeah. that's a 911 emergency situation. The transgender person, they're important, loved by God. He wants them to know him. That little baby in the womb, that child is loved by God, and he or she is about to die. So yeah. we can't can't neglect that primary focus for this other focus. But yeah. if you're getting a lot of these interactions and there's time and you've got a big team and there's time to minister because sometimes these conversations can get pretty deep. Yeah. If there's time for that where you're not going to be distracted from the main thing, then you need to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Very good point. Keep the main thing. The main thing is is absolutely critical. The moms need to be addressed. But so this that's also part of why we developed this postcard yeah. so that you can just hand him right. yeah. the, the Here, postcard. Let me give you something. Then yeah. you can re- and then you refocus. Can, but but so I actually wrote out some of the things that I have said um, to say, you know, maybe not quite as fancy because when I'm writing it out, when I'm sitting at my desk is a whole different thing than when I'm facing them on the sidewalk. But just for examples. Okay. So one of them, hi there, we're here offering help. We don't know what you're here for, but so many people your age are struggling to know just who they are and what is their, and what their purpose is. Yeah. Maybe that's part of why you're here. We would love to talk with you, and we have information we could give you. Yeah. That's, I think, a fairly non-confrontive way. You're not saying, hey, I know you're transitioning. I know you're here for heart. You're just saying, we know people your age are probably struggling. And who of us at that age would say no to that? Right. All of us at that age were sure. struggling um, in some way. Uh, and another thing, are you wrestling with any of these issues like, who am I? What's my purpose? We know that's hard, but this place is not where you'll find answers. Yeah. Would you talk with me about where we do have some answers, we believe. Please come and let us help. Yeah, that's Something good. along those yeah. lines. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I thank you guys just praying through and thinking through, formulating some of those you know, common statements and phrases that you would call out. Again, we don't want to make these things our primary focus, but there is a lot of interactions that happen around this transgender stuff. So yeah. it's good to be thinking through you know, some of the responses. And I would say, you know, if you can get to the point in the conversation to really pray for them, to mm. me, I would think that would be one of the most powerful things. Because mm. at the end of the day, uh, we, we we need to talk about identity. We need to talk about finding our identity in the Lord. Mm-hmm. But ultimately it has to be God by his Holy spirit that breaks through. Yeah. And when we get an opportunity and I always ask, you know, before I do this, Hey, can I pray for you? And, and if the response is yes, then can I, can I put my hand on your shoulder just to pray for you in that way? And a lot of times that that's fine, you know? Yeah. And I like to just lay hands on them, just pray for them, pray for the spirit of God to reveal himself to them, to reveal their true value to them in his sight, right? Because ultimately, if the Holy Spirit moves in that way, we have to do very little explanation. Yeah. You know, and that's where, like, that's a good thing, right? And Let God I do the explaining. Totally agree. And I have read of people who um, who have transitioned back to, you know, what, the they, God what God them. designed them to be, who have said that it was the gospel that finally did kind of break through their struggle and and made them realize who they were and that was why they turned from the transgender lifestyle and and returned to um what God had designed them to be so we don't have time to really go through this but in the article there are more specific things you can say more listing the risks yeah. so that you can intelligently ask do you know the risks 
that you're about to take right. because um, you will know them. So I, we encourage you to, to read these articles because it's chock full of, of information that um, goes beyond what we're able to do in half an hour when we're talking with you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Check out this article. Yeah. You can go to sidewalks, the number four life.com. That's where we post all of these articles. Also, our podcast website is gospelcenteredprolife.com. There's a little episodes tab, and then within the episodes page, there's a search bar, and you can search all of our episodes and uh, go back you know, a couple of years and, and check those episodes out. Please share these podcast episodes with your friends. If you're a sidewalk leader, make sure your folks are listening to these podcast episodes. We think that they would be a blessing and encouragement to them. And reach out to us. We encourage you at the beginning of this episode to reach out. Maybe you have suggestions, complaints. You want us to go back to once a week or, you know, maybe you want us to stop altogether. <laughs> please, please don't tell us that. But please reach out to us. You can reach me at Daniel at lovelife.org. You reach her at Vicky at lovelife.org. That's Vicky with a Y at lovelife.org. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, God bless. God bless you all. Give me an outlet for love. Give me an outlet for gratitude. I know it will cost me my life. Nothing's too precious since I met you